Everyone, welcome to the midweek podcast presented by Yoshimura. Um, it's kind of like we have Bigfoot on the line right now, but uh, <laughs> I have Jason Lawrence, the J. John makes it happen. Look at this. <laughs> Fast track to the top, dude. Hit him up like a half hour ago. Here I am at the pinnacle already. Let's go. Dude, how long has it been since we've spoken? I know we texted uh, a little bit. We I have... don't know. I know I hit you up trying to get some tickets um, for Jersey. East Rutherford Supercross. And yeah. then I know I think I got mad at you for screenshotting me. And then I don't know. It's been a long time, dude. Yeah, we had a little conflict a couple years ago, but we're all good. We've always been good. So, uh, yeah, I, I thought about it. I thought I ought to quit being a little lady. I let that go. We're homies. <laughs> so, dude, I was super pumped to see you pop back up. And uh, how, how did that? Super pumped. You got to say super oh, pumped. No, Isn't I, that like Dungey's trademark? That was Dungey saying. You're right. You're right. So I, yeah. I was very excited and, and delighted. How's that? I was delighted to see there you, go. There you, you show go. up. How the hell did a, 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 a GNCC Phoenix Honda ride pop up? Um, well, see, uh, well, all right, let's, let's do the whole circle for you. In 2020, when I first got support to start riding again, it was directly from like MX Sports and Racer X and Lojax, kind of like a big like family. Yeah, and Racer they X really helped that, me out. That Yamaha, right? Yeah, and they really helped me out. Like, and, um, I don't know. I kind of had wanted to do a GNCC. I wanted to race Loretta's. Like, you see what I'm saying? I was trying to go to an MX sports event. And, um, that was one that I always kind of like played around with wanting to do. And then I was playing around with wanting to do like Loretta's before COVID hit. Mm -hmm. And I just never really delivered on anything for him. So, um, once I hit up Scott and told him like, Hey man, I'm in a condition to where I want to ride um gncc was like something that worked the first thing we tried to do was like the buds creek amateur day like night type thing was gonna be cool we we're gonna do a bike build maybe we still will but i got lucky and i got a guy that has good contacts and that's scott and he hit up dave eller and things were happening quick for me dude it was like boom boom i was there i was racing i was on my way home now i'm like trying to do more things yeah hey sweet. hey let's get back to the arena the gncc thing though <laughs> you're always been so creative right you're like a, a really hey, are you gonna ask me if i cut the track because no I didn't no, cut no, the track. no 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 no, right. no i'm just saying you've always been very clever very witty very intelligent guy and right. when you're you did the post with the arm of water bottle and you're like people thought i wasn't going to show up and then yeah, you threw yeah. your luggage tag on it all yeah that's fucking sick <laughs> yeah that was cool it was definitely cool like i did that a couple times you were actually a key player there in my crying wolf to come back and race a few times so <laughs> it was cool you know it's kind of cool to like play with people but i really enjoyed that though dude that type of racing is badass so right? dude Talk about coming off the bench and doing a race that's physically demanding. Isn't a GNCC two hours long or is it more? Yeah, it is. It is. Dude, yeah. and I'm like, I was like super out of shape. Like I'm feeling like I'm I'm fit now compared to how I was two weeks ago at the GNCC. A thing like whooped me into shape. Dude. It was like a boot camp. <laughs> yeah. Dude, how I tough was it? Seriously, I lost like 12 pounds, dude, in the trip. I did get sick and like throw up and have a little hard time eating, but I lost like 12 pounds by the time I got back. I was like, Damn. holy shit well dude it's hard to imagine you 
with extra weight on, but I mean, Hey, that's the thing though, dude, I weigh like a hundred and like 70 some pounds right now. I'm like big dude. You're normally a 150 guy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. About 150. I mean, we're not trying to tell too many secrets, but your brother does have all the suspension specs. You could probably tell me my <laughs> weight on every day. <laughs> right. What's up though? I talked to Ross, like what a legend, dude. Dude. I can't really speak about it on air, but I sent him a little picture of when I had an unfortunate incident here a few months ago where I crashed and I grabbed my uh, my male reproductive. Oh, no. In a different color. <laughs> oh, it was gnarly. Did it look bigger it when it was gnarly. black? <laughs> what? Did it look bigger when it was black? Hey, I don't know. I was going to say, like, I took like three or four different pictures of it. And then when I sent Ross the one, I got this new joke in my head the next day when I woke up and I wrote him and I'm like, hey, Ross, you better delete that picture I sent you in case someone sees it. They might think it's child porn. <laughs> He's like, it's so small. We were joking about it. But oh, he man. said that he's good at deleting stuff because he said his brother sends him some naughty stuff sometimes. <laughs> so he's good at deleting it. Nice. Oh, man. So what's up? So, dude, how was the GNCC? Like, like was it? Were you just fucking seeing stars at the end or was it pretty good? It was different. Like one thing that I'll say right off the bat is you've probably never worn a dirt bike helmet for two hours consecutive, like two straight hours. It hurts. Dude, just sit in the pits, just sit in the pits for two hours with a helmet on that. That hurts. Yeah. So I was like trying to shake that loose. I swore that when I pulled off the track, I was going to have two bald spots on my head or bleeding, you know, like I didn't know, like, you know, the guy who thinks like, Oh yeah, I got a flat tire. Dudes are going to think I'm a hero when I pull off. You don't have a flat tire. (laughs) That was like my case. Yeah, dude, I did a, uh, I did an off-road race at, uh, RV's place, uh, Gray's Harbor, uh, KTM flips up there. Dude, two hours. Like I love the bell. Well, it was a bell moto nine back then. I thought it was the most comfortable helmet ever. It felt like yeah. a Chinese torture device at the end of the race. It really does. I guess that's something that happens with everybody. But, man, I was like, dang. That, um, the racing was crazy, though. Like, I don't know what kind of goggles these kids are wearing that lets them see these other lines. But, like, guys are riding <laughs> by me in these trails. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is that? Kid goes right by me. I'm like, is that cheating? Or no, that's definitely not cheating. Huh? I'm like, yeah. damn. Dude, did, did, uh, were there any water crossings? Oh, man. Was there any water crossings? Yeah, they cross you the water like three or four times. Now, did the spectators there, fuck you over and dam it up so it got deeper on the second lap? <laughs> the hill, the one time, and the very first time I went up the hill, I picked a lane that there was nobody in, and I just, like, launched it. You know, I've seen everybody else do this step. They step up to the top. Yeah. So I went to do that, and when I did it, Dude, I, I crested over the top, and there was like three, four spectators laying down in the fetal position right in the rut. Dude, oh, I ran no. right over them. No. Yeah, and they were, they were like, they were like, they, as soon as they got roosted out the back tire, they were like pushing me to get me going, and like, it was crazy, dude. Oh, like, there's God. guys pointing you the best line with a stick. They're dude, like, you can't yeah, trust yeah, those guys, line. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, dude, if I'm sitting there with a stick, you better not go in the line that I'm pointing at. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> you can't go there. But the water crossings were insane. And I did know about the water crossing. And I, like, watched the – I didn't get to the track until Sunday. So I was trying to do whatever I could to figure out the track. So I watched the live stream. 
I watched a live stream of the quad race the day before, and I knew, okay, when I get to the water, you're going to have the option of going straight, and it's like a three-foot rock drop. Yeah. But you can clear you can clear it right there, you yeah. know? You clear the water. Well, when I got there, I was in a parade of, like, <laughs> line three and line four. And, dude, I, I was like, man, what if I'm not going to wuss out right here. This is the only thing that I know how to do. So I'm like, bro jump this thing across there dude i didn't even make it halfway really? i was completely <laughs> soaked completely <laughs> soaked like you know uh, if i could do it again i would have rolled through there yeah. i saw myself on jesse ainsley's blog on the last lap and like i was telling my buddy i'm like dude by the last lap i wasn't even making any wave when i went through the puddles like i learned my lesson like you just <laughs> put through there oh it was pretty gnarly yeah the reason i asked if the spectators hosed you or not is that I did a GNCC at Mount Morris like a long time ago. And yeah. I, first lap, I just blasted through this little stream. And the second lap I came through and everyone was pointing where to go. And I they dammed it up or something because it was like three feet deeper. And I went over the bars. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, but but I went over the bars and I'm all, you motherfuckers. And before I even finished cussing them out, they had my bike pulled out of the water and restarted. And they're pushing me up the hill to go. Yeah, like, yeah, I know. They just want don't to see that shit. I don't know. So how did it go? I went did down it? there. I went down there after my race and watched the main race, and it was like, dude, it was it was so chaotic. Like honestly, I don't know how that event exists in the sense of like, who ensures that, dude? That's yeah, right? so crazy. Yeah, they're shooting like progressive t-shirts up there, like halfway up the hill, and these kids are like losing their teeth rolling down the hill, <laughs> getting ran over by bikes, and like. The announcers cheering them on. The announcers like, "Yeah, how about that riding? That was a great piece of riding, right yeah. over them and still up the hill." We're like, "Oh crap!" Oh, it's pretty gnarly over there, dude. So, in your uh, on your Instagram, you were walking towards the podium to go get a check for whole shot. Oh yeah. How did you end oh, up? Oh yeah. Okay, so here's what I did. I had a lot of goals in the race. I was gonna get the whole shot. I was gonna um, beat all the chicks. Cause I thought I was start, I thought I was starting ahead of the chicks. So my big goal was like to not get beat by any girls. So luckily they started ahead of me. So I didn't really have to beat them. So we watched that one. I was going to get the whole shot. I was going to lead the first lap for sure. I wasn't going to fall and I was going to win. And, uh, wow, that dude almost just sideswiped me. So I got the whole shot. I led the first lap. I got passed. I didn't fall one time, and I I got second. So it was pretty awesome. Hell yeah! Yeah, That's a lot cool. of goals. I checked a lot. Of them. I didn't fall once. It was great. Like there's two or three times where I think my hand guards touched the ground. I came so close to crashing, but just <laughs> <laughs> made it through. It's pretty cool. So what did you do differently, like gear wise and shit, for an off road race? Did you have a fanny pack with tools? Uh, well, dude, I could I could have a fanny pack with like all the best tools in the world, and that's not going to mean shit for me. <laughs> so, I didn't even have a camelback. That's one of the things where I dropped the ball. You know uh, the water thing. Yeah, yeah, you need that. Yeah, that's that's crucial because when I stopped at the halfway, I got a little water drink, and it really helped me. Yeah, you know, like mentally, I was just like, oh yeah, I can do this. So, I did that. I ran some one hundred percent. I ran regular tear-offs, and I didn't even have to change my goggles. It was like track conditions were perfect. Oh, nice. But other than that, just all moto, straight moto gear, like no roost protector, which is cool. Yeah. I didn't even run bark busters. Just hand guards, huh? Nice. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Dude, hey, and then shout out this bike. 
somebody better get their wallet out and start protesting Phoenix Honda at the next Supercross because these bikes are so fast, dude. Yeah, good, huh? That's how, not how they are stock. There's how, no. How is it with the the big old tank? Yeah, that's the thing is I really thought that I was going to excel in the moto, and yeah, like I did compared to how it was in the woods, but not really, man. Like you're you're really not a badass on the motocross portion when you have that extra like the bike's so soft and then it's so heavy yeah and it's like i mean even for like motocrossers it's like you put hand guards on most motocrossers bikes and they're gonna have a hard time for a little while yeah it's like this the, is the, way gnarlier the aesthetic is different it affects you huh yeah Did the suspension was, was like really soft i tried to get like advice from like anybody i could before that and Stu baylor told me you want to feel your suspension bottom out a lot. And I was thinking like, oof, dang, that's going to sound tough. So when I got to the Ironman, my suspension was great, I would say. Yeah. But if he didn't tell me that, I would have been like, dude, this thing's way, way too soft. going on the clickers. <laughs> yeah, like way get Ross over here. So I couldn't even do like, do you know where Forkner crashed out this year at Ironman? Yeah. Right before. Okay. Well, I couldn't even double any of those. Really? Any of those. I didn't even double any of those, dude. Like, I learned my lesson. You know the the finish line, and then before the finish line, the, the final turn, there's a little, like, whoop section? Yeah. Okay, that thing right there, the quads were doubling all the way through there, and, dude, I only doubled through there one out of four laps because <laughs> on the second lap, I, like, tried it for the first time, and I seat bounced it and Bottomed did, out. like, the – the slowest endo like it was goofy and then you know you realize even if you ace that section and you kill the double 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 you don't really gain much time you know that's not much when in the grand scheme of things right yeah yeah you can kill it out there in the fields and gap the guy pretty good and then he's just right back up on you it's crazy nice so i saw plenty of uh people like shooting photos of you and instagram stories of you on the starting line everything what does it feel yeah, like i stopped and took photos with people during the race what does it feel like to be in a different arena like a different leg of the sport say dude uh, how it long was really you... cool there's there's just very few girls there <laughs> very few dude but it was really cool you know a bunch of cool dudes yeah i saw a like, lot of people i even saw like the ama um Dang, I don't know why I can't think of his name. Yeah, Jeff Canfield. Mm -hmm. I saw him there. It's funny. Like, I'm not saying, like, we're not buddies or nothing, but, like, I don't know. Like, are we really buddies? You know, it's <laughs> it's odd when you see some of those people. And, I mean, yeah. I like dudes. I like everybody that I saw. But it's just funny. It's like time heals all things, I guess, or something. Let me get my money back. But how was it? Like, like fuck, it's been over 20 years, right? 15 years? It's 20? been a long time. So, like, you're you're... You're in a different leg of the off-roading world, and it's been this long since you've been racing, and you still have this allure. People are still like, J-Law, <laughs> 338. I know. What is it? How do we translate that into um, a better life for me? Let's do that. Let's make that be the mission this week. Merch, bro. Merch. Everyone makes merch now. What is it? Merchandise. I'd buy a J-Law oh, t-shirt. Yeah. yeah, that's almost selling out, dude. Wow. That's not selling out, but I mean, I don't know. I've never bought like like I'm I'm like a big Jason Anderson fan. I've never bought a fucking Team Pride shirt. Mm. You know, I never will. 
but I mean, I'm a huge fan, you know? Yeah. It's like, I don't know if that's really... Well, it's the fans that support you, man. There's got to be a new uh, new way here. Like, uh, Jeff Stanton does, like, Jeff Stanton Adventures. Like, we'll have, like, our own style thing like that. I don't know. <laughs> I think the Jace, Jason Lawrence uh, Adventures are definitely <laughs> adults only. Right now, dude, I'm so busy um, trying to be an arena cross racer that yeah, I don't yeah. have time to sell you a shirt. Okay, so the... Race with Phoenix Honda at the GNCC has opened doors for you with the team to go racing arena cross. Yeah, see, you're super quiet. It's hard for me to hear you, but I got the gist of what you're saying, and I think you want to know how it transitions yeah, from yeah, yeah. Uh, GNCC. Um, well, I rode, uh, I rode the GNCC for that team and, and was kind of – I don't know, like, let me kind of restart here. Like, I'd already known that team was badass and known what that team was about before I tried to do the GNCC. And I think that was kind of maybe, maybe like I kind of like did that, like knowing that then maybe if we, you know, if I got to meet those dudes, then we could do something further. Yeah. And I think that's what happened, dude. We had a really good time. Like, Heath was cool. I'd never met him before. And uh, I think everything went like really good and really smooth. And I think like I look healthy and I think people realize that. And I think that was like a big part of what I needed to accomplish by like going to Loretta's and being around people and then going and add, then the next step was like riding mm -hmm. and that's what I did. And then now I'm going to try and race, dude. Nice. Yeah. TNCC uh, wasn't really like a race. It wasn't even like scored. You know, it was scored, but I was in like an invite class. It was weird. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd heard you were at Loretta's. You know who told me you were there? RV. Um, Taylor Swift? No, Villapoto told me you were there. But he, yeah, he said, Ryan Villapoto. He said you guys never crossed paths, though. But he heard you were there. Uh, yeah. At the GNCC? No, no, at, at Loretta's. Oh, at Loretta's. Yeah, well, that's true, actually. Um, yeah, I guess he had, like, just left right before I got there. Is what some of the mutual... Wet Willie, say what's up. <laughs> Maybe he heard you were there and he left early. He's scared. Nah, nah I kind of like that dude. We, we talked about it's like the, I uh, think about him and it, it, and it's like when I was a little kid, I liked Villapoto because Alessi beat us, so we didn't like Alessi. Yeah. And then Villapoto beats us, and then I kind of like Alessi. You know, it's just how it goes. <laughs> it's just so much easier to beef with the people that you want to beat than it is to be friends with them on all levels. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he uh he came on the SML show a few weeks ago and we actually talked a little bit about the uh about I got to uh, say I got to say this. I speak about this with my friends. Um he was on your your uh show, yeah. I believe. Well, I know he's on Whiskey Throttle with Dunge, but then he was on your show and you asked him about the Hangtown thing yeah. and like I don't know. You know, it's like a pretty epic moment for me. I remember it pretty clear. Yeah. I think he remembers it a little better than he lets on, too. He don't <laughs> even know what year it was. You, you heard that? Yeah. Yeah. He knows what year it was. Oh, yeah, man. he knows what year it was. I just thought that was funny. That was like his little, like, sideways way of downplaying it. Like, it didn't matter. <laughs> Dude, I just remember the photo that my, my, uh, my friend Sandra Lush got of you launching off your bike 
jumping on him. You look like fucking a tiger flying through the air, and, and your eyes were perfectly clear in the goggles. I, I tell you the truth, I have PTSD from that situation, and that's why I had stopped riding dirt bikes because now I have like dreams in the middle of the night. I wake up with tires hit me in the face. It's really <laughs> sad, but. No, uh, people say like, yeah, you know what you should have done if you were smart when he did that, you should have just laid there on the ground. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's, that's not how my mind works. Yeah, I don't know. Oh man, but so, yeah, he gets the last laugh. Whatever, ha ha, little Billy. <laughs> all right, so talk about uh, the arena cross opportunity here. Like, uh, all right, fuck. I mean, well, I think like this. Like, who else did arena cross like late in their stages? I'm going to try not to crash out, but I'm um, like Damon Bradshaw, bro. Yeah. Damon Bradshaw did this. So that's cool. Is it 250 or 450 or both? Well, I don't know. It says 250 on the, on the graphics, but like I said, <laughs> these bikes are they're yeah. like in the middle. Yeah. Um, no, it's 250. I think it, it spans from December 1st till March 29th. Mm-hmm. Goes to like a ton of, uh, ton of like different little cities like places where i don't know any girls so <laughs> i don't know it's gonna be an interesting experience should be great though dude it's like so, they got the first one's gonna be like a double header so here's what i expect if i have to be dead honest with you i'm gonna ride these next couple weeks and then i'm gonna go and eat thanksgiving and then i'm gonna show up at that first double header and it's gonna be way gnarlier than i thought <laughs> but i'm gonna get to race like four main events in those two days and then by the time i get to the third round I'll probably be pretty good, dude, for real. So if you want to just hold your breath and save it till the third round, I'll probably be pretty <laughs> nice by then. So you know the uh, the team is obviously it's the top team in uh, arena cross. They've won the championship. Yeah, we don't lose. We don't lose. How many years in a row? So have they you, brought have me you... in as the backup just in case KP falls out. So we're keeping it in Phoenix Racing Honda title. Yeah. Are you uh, are you familiar with Kyle Peters, or are you, do you guys know each other? Uh, um yeah i know him a little bit like definitely he's younger than me so i never raced against him yeah but i watch the arena cross he smokes them all in the arena cross and that's what i'm trying to do so maybe he's like my new um my new rival i don't know one of the rivals <laughs> are you in uh, team conflicts no you getting to run the 338 yeah they won't let me run one yet <laughs> you gotta earn the one <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm gonna run three three eight, dude. Nice. I talked to Zacho. Zacho, what's up with him? I saw him at the GNCC. That dude's getting like cooler and cooler with age. Yeah, he's so funny with his little dance. <laughs> you saw that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah the GNCC is cool, dude. It's a good vibe. Like it's, it's like I don't know. It's so much less uptight, I guess you'd say, or not sure. Plus, it's really cool too to ride that in a sense of like you get tired in a gncc it's one thing like you can definitely keep going unless you're a lady you get tired in a motocross dude you can keep going but your life is like literally and i'm not even joking like your life's like on the line dude yeah. <laughs> nobody wants to be getting hurt like that because they're tired out there trying to trying to you know persevere where in the woods did you just slow it down a little bit <laughs> ain't a big deal yeah 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 people are like hollering at you telling you like thanks and like sorry and shit nice so pretty cool how's the body right now you fit or i mean not fit but are you healthy like no ailments yeah yeah, i'm super healthy i'm super healthy i'm sponsored by armor too i use all their products all the time does (laughs) your um 
your swap moto live do arma in the yeah, background yeah, yeah. there or what yeah heck yeah we have a co- we have a code dude you have a code yeah sml 20 yeah I, i'm a big Woo, i I'm, got a code too it's jlaw 100 off <laughs> try that I'm a, I'm a big, you get a reimbursement in the mail i'm a big fan of days. the uh, i'm a big fan of the blitz all right. Well, so how was it? Do you want to tell me anything about like Jay Wilson, maybe taking out our guy? Ah. I don't know nothing about it, but well, um, so, okay. The first moto Trey was closing, closing in. Cause, well, you know, like put this out there, Trey, I got to say this, Trey, did you see what I put on his comments that I think is almost like a conspiracy that we should look into here? Trey Kennard, you know, like, who stands to benefit anything from the electric bikes coming in? Well, maybe Trey Kennard. And why? Well, because when it goes to electric bikes, the goon riding, you're not going to be able to do cool goon riding anymore without panic revs. Do you agree? True. Yeah. And if you so, panic rev, so it's not going to improve. Out. So Trey goes down as the all-time best goon rider. So, I mean, and then to see him traveling across the other side of the world to, like, debut these bikes just makes me wonder what he's really up to. <laughs> I just think Honda wanted a. Uh, uh, so tell me what Wilson did though. You're so quiet. So he he uh, he dove in on the start of the second lap of the second moto. Oh, should have done it. Not to Trey. Yeah. Come well, on. Well, Jay said that he messed up and the bike stood up a little bit and that's why he hit Trey. But uh, he was very apologetic and very adamant. That's his- how you know a dude did something wrong. Well, yeah, he knows he did something wrong. Oh, uh, see, I didn't even watch the race. I shouldn't even be speaking right now, but I just like drama. <laughs> yeah, no, he he cleaned him pretty good, but says it wasn't he? on purpose. He 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 felt really bad because he's on the developmental Yamaha team. There's a factory team, and then there's a developmental team. So he's like, uh, oh, so dude. he's still developing his skills. <laughs> he's developing <sighs> new technology, but he's like, I feel really bad for cleaning out this developmental Honda and Trey, and I don't, you know. He he was he was classy about it, dude. He when he got interviewed on the podium at the end of the day, first thing he said was, "I want to apologize to Trey and I want to apologize to Honda. It's not my style, but uh, you know." So Trey, his bike ran out. Hey, of- well, guys, I want to apologize to Villapardo too. He's <laughs> not my style. Not your style, never was, right? No, I don't hey, know. Hey, hey, tell tell the story. So the first day I ever met you was at Kawea Creek, and it was muddy as shit. And what are you gonna talk about? Wait, when you splashed the fuck out of uh, when you splashed the shit out of Chad Reed. Damn. Well, wait, hold on. Uh, This man's gonna hear this first of all. Nah, Chad Chad don't listen. But all right, so this is a true story, though. (laughs) I don't know if maybe you should ask him because he's kind of like the bad guy in this story. Is he? So, well, wait. First oh, of all, yeah, you absolutely. you were you're riding Subkovic's RM250. I'm the smartass. I'm the punk, and he's the bad guy, the mean guy. He's the bully in this story. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you really want to know? Yeah. So I was riding with buddy Kyle, and I was riding on Scott's 252 stroke at Kahia. Yep. And me and Kyle were riding together and we were like blocking the main line, I guess for Chad, when Chad came by, it's not to knock Kyle, but Kyle's not as fast as Chad Reed. And I was riding at Kyle's speed. And when Chad came up on us, I like let him go by. And then 
Kyle, like maybe he thought it was me or whatever. Kyle didn't like let him go by. Like maybe he should have. And Chad, like, just like wrapped it up and stuffed him pretty good. And I thought it was pretty fucked up. So <laughs> I got on the gas and like pinned it as if like, I'm going to come in, I'm going to catch up to Chad and I'm going to stuff him, you know, like give him the business. Well, that didn't happen, but that was enough right there. Like he looked back and saw that I was like, even at, like entertaining the thought of I was going to get after him yeah. <laughs> and he slowed up and he just started like stuffing me. And at this time, this is 2005, dude. I'm like blown away. This dude's even on the same track as me. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I splashed him in a puddle. I definitely stuffed him a few times. I splashed him in a puddle. <laughs> uh, yeah, my dude, he just pulled up right next to me on the side of one of these big cliff walls on the side. And he just parked me and like stopped, stopped his bike. So I couldn't go anywhere. And he just in a quick second, he grabbed me by my face mask took me off the bike and put me on the ground and then he just held me on the ground and he said you want to play you want to you want to f and play i'll play or he said something and i don't know what i said dude but i like i was like it was pretty gnarly for me and then he got up and he got on his bike and like as he got on his bike he took like two or three steps and um jumped on the bike to then like bump started and when he did a dude came by man almost wiped him out like coming by like full speed and you know like we were in almost like a blind section i don't know if he strategically did it here or what but he did i got back on my bike and like <laughs> i rode back to the truck and i told my buddy kyle what just happened and he's like he well he didn't believe what happened and i was telling the story i'm like i swear i swear and chad just finished his moto like was nothing to it and um people started coming over to the truck and they were like, Oh my God, we saw that. That was crazy. <laughs> Kyle's like, are you for real? And, um, yeah, it was for real. Like he didn't even know it was me at the time, I guess. But then I told Scott about it and Scott ends up, um, making like a press release about it. So I don't know. It was pretty cool. It was like maybe like one of the first things that helped me blow up to tell you the truth. So thank <laughs> yeah. you, Chad. Oh, that's the best. That's a great story, dude. <laughs> That's a good story. I can't believe that's real. Yeah. I mean, like, it's pretty cool. And he did, like, a response to it, too, I believe, with his management. And he was like, um, I think what he said was, yeah, yeah, I didn't even know, like, who that was at the time. There, 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 something, something. I don't know. It was pretty cool. I'm happy it happened. Yeah. Oh, man. So I had another big incident like that. We'll save this for the paid podcast. But, like, I had a big one with with Kale Wallace and the whole metal militia, dude. Oh, no. <laughs> like the, the whole metal militia back in the day. Like, it was crazy. That's how I met Twitch and stuff. And, like, I'm, like, old school, uh, like, Ronnie Feist used to ride from my grandpa's dealership. Uh -huh. So, like, Ronnie Feist has known me since I was, like, a baby. So I thought, like, I got a G-pass with these dudes, you know? And, like, yeah, right. Came down <laughs> to it. I almost got beat up in the parking lot. <laughs> Dude at Elsinore and people were riding by and they were like, don't fuck with the militia. Dude's on quads. <laughs> I was like, what? This was so crazy. Oh. It was awesome. Now, that's how I met Twitch. Yeah. So you see what I'm saying? That's pretty funny. Is it funny for you to see guys like Twitch be like fucking more successful after his prime, like doing the dirt bike kids thing? 
Yeah, that's awesome what Twitch did with DBK. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Um, Twitch is a badass, dude. Like, uh, I mean, definitely made a made a good living for himself yeah. for being so fucking ugly, too. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I was telling him the other day, I was like, hey, dude, it's a good thing you got those neck tats. It hides that double chin. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? I told him it's a good thing you got all those tattoos on your neck because it hides your double chin. <laughs> oh yeah be easy hey <laughs> some of the greats have double chins nowadays like yeah, that's like, true you know you see it it just happens to us <laughs> so between now and kickoff of arena cross what's what's the plan just ride like twice? Uh, okay so i'm gonna finish out this drive here i'm gonna go to the phoenix racing honda spot and then we're gonna ride tomorrow and I don't know. I mean, I don't mean to be like putting our plan out there right now for the first time because we haven't really talked about it, but I don't see why I won't stay up here and ride until Thanksgiving. Nice. Go home and eat Thanksgiving and then go to that first race, like a little rest, you know, like, look at this. I've already put more thought into my program this season than the past 10 seasons together. So I think we'll be all right. Yeah. So what have you been riding mostly before you got that Racer X yamaha you're still riding suzuki's right yeah yep yep big shout out suzuki city hooked me up for like years dude that's how i rode in silence yeah the rmd 450 is like one of the best bikes but coming from obviously one of the worst bikes the 2010 yz 450 (laughs) it's really easy to like another bike yeah 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 Hey, remember you came out and did the slam? Yeah. At uh, Elsinore? The slam. Where was that? At Elsinore? Yeah, I borrowed tra- a bike? The Transworld Slam, yeah. We, uh, we had okay, but what out. was the milestone race that I did? Yeah, I did. I borrowed Ricky Graves' bike. 78 to 450 at yeah. the slam, yeah. You didn't pay me yet for that. What are you talking about? You didn't win. You owe me money for that, don't you? No. I you- thought we had a deal. 2500 i thought let's just let's just call it a thousand <laughs> all right hit, hit me with that all address right. j-lo so hey, that was a great event that you had bro you're you know what you are a big part of this sport and why it's so great don you wow. should have some of those on the east coast bro west coast is getting played out yeah right well we we had we started this mini race called the mini major and it's grown from this once a year thing in california to we have one at Monster Mountain in Alabama and then one in Texas, and now there's going to be like a couple more next year. Woo! Kind of crazy. So That's awesome. So, dude, also condolences. I, I, I know that your grandma died recently, right? A couple years ago? Yeah, 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 she did. But, dude, people are falling to the wayside a lot for me recently. Uh, it seems like a little bit, but, I mean, that's just uh, how it is. But is yeah, your, my grandma for sure. That's a close one. Yeah. Is your little brother still riding? Um, yeah, he does. He's got an RMZ four fifty, best bike on earth. <laughs> behind <laughs> behind the Phoenix Honda CRF. Yeah, well, this thing's like this isn't this isn't obtainable for the regular public, this Phoenix Honda bike. So we're talking about regular bikes. Yeah. So this uh, thing's great. you know who I was hanging with in uh, Japan was Masa Ito. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's a good dude right there. He told me to tell you He'll hello. He'll beat you up, beat you in a race, 
and work on your bike. <laughs> He's yeah. got like all three things going for him. Yeah. Shit. So well, how was it over there though, Don? You seen all your natives? <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good. You know what's crazy is I I'll see people in Japan and they they will uh like a couple Dude, just shout out Miley Cyrus. Is there any way this might do something for me? Like I just love Miley Cyrus lately. Miley, huh? I don't know. Just in case someone wants to tag her or something like that. <laughs> So She's kind of on the downward slope. I was thinking I might be able to intersect her on her way down now that I'm on my way back up. Yeah. Probably so. be hitting her pretty soon. We'll hit up Hanson, see what he can do for me. <laughs> Have you talked to Hanny lately? Probably got her on speed dial. Maybe. Have you talked to Hanny? Yeah. He's one of the only guys I talked to. Yeah. Dude, that guy. He probably thinks we ain't even friends, but really, he's like my best friend. He just don't know it. <laughs> That guy I'll be was, like, yeah, I ain't talked to you in like six months, Jay. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, you're the last dude I talked to. <laughs> so, so it is, though. Are you ready for the spotlight again to be uh, at Arena Cross and have the uh, the fanfare? Uh, it's going to come with the territory. I'm in a spot where I really need um, the things that are going to come with racing. So it's kind of like all for my life. It's going to be like uh, not really – gonna shy away from the spotlight in order to i don't know you know what i'm saying like i'm not worried about having that fuck up my mental state and uh have it go to my head or something if that's what you mean if you mean am i scared of bright lights no not really <laughs> how, how how are things now uh life-wise you in a good place yeah good place bro florida shit's sunny like all year nice best place you can be mentally i'm pretty good though too not trying to really be like a spokesman for sobriety, but that's my spot right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Well, dude. Uh... So what's up? I like to take this opportunity to thank all the people like that don't sponsor Phoenix Honda. You know, it's kind of sad to me in a sense. Cause like I have all these dudes that hook me up like pro taper and like Dunlop and Maxima that now, um, you know, like I can't represent those people where it's like these guys hooked me up for a decade now and I ride in silence and then now I'm going to do some racing and it sure would be cool if it could be for, you know, like everybody if I could hand pick it, you know, I would yeah. put those guys on there. But moving forward, everyone's cool with it. So I appreciate it, but definitely can't thank those dudes enough. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the people that help you and have your back, they're obviously happy for you that you got to ride and you have opportunity now. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. They don't want to like block me, but uh, that's cool. Well, are we wrapping it up? I got Racer X here on the other line. Oh yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, I love all you guys equally. Nice. It's like Kooksy, Kooksy, and Johnny Hopper, and well, you know, like you guys are all like meshing into one. You got to do something to set yourself apart, and you got the first J Law podcast, so you're the man, Don. Pat yourself on the back. Here we go, dude. Let's well, uh, split the profits 50-50, all right? Yeah, you got it. And I'll get on that uh, 2500 <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. All right, hey, uh, thanks for uh, getting in touch. And, uh, man, I'll be tuning yeah, in Yeah, no doubt. That. Dude, I've run a mean marketing campaign, huh? Yeah, good one. Pretty big. All <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, Jason, thanks for calling in, man. And uh, good luck uh, at round one and two. And I'll be looking for you at round three. 
All right, bro. Bing, bring back the pinup models. You like I that? Speak huh? for the world. <laughs> okay. Bring them back. I'll think about it. All right, cool. See you, buddy. Later, man. Bye-bye.